So getting ready for Pesach, we all know the story of the Medrash of Moshe Rabbeinu when he was a young boy in Paris Palace. And at one point, the, uh, Moshe was sitting as a toddler. He was sitting on Pari's lap. Pari, his adopted grandfather, his foster grandfather. And he takes the crown off of Pari's head and he places it on his own. So all the astrologers and all the advisors, they freak out. They tell Pari, remember we were telling you that we saw in the stars that a young boy would be born to rescue the Jewish nation. This must be him. He's going to rebel against you. Look, he's taking the crown off of his head. It's not a simple act. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a deep thing that this kid knows that he's going to be taking away the kingdom from you. Kill him. And right then, um, the Medrash says, or one of the Malachim came disguised as one of the advisors and said, nah, he's just a little kid. He just, uh, you know, he sees something shiny. He wants it. It's not, it doesn't mean anything. Calm down. So they said, okay, we'll do a test. We will present to young Moshe. Thank you. They'll present to young Moshe a bowl of gold coins, but that are rusty, like rusty gold coins, and a, and a, and a, and a, uh, thank you. And a bowl of shiny coals. So if the young boy, if he's just a little boy who just likes shiny stuff, he's going to go for the hot coals. But if he is a mature person and understands what he's doing, he's going to go for the, uh, for the rusty gold coins, even though they're not shiny. And that will be a proof that he knows what he's doing with the crown. So they do this test. And Moshe, who was indeed a smart child, he stretched out, he stretched out his hands to go for the for the coins, exactly. No, Amal. Amal came, very good, pushed his hand, grabbed the coals, and right away he grabbed it, it was hot, so he let go, and he put his hand on his mouth to, cu- to cool down his mouth, his hand, and from that he, uh, he burnt his tongue and he was a stutterer, correct. So not focusing on the end of the story about the, the miracle that happened, but this test that Moshe had to go through, we all go through in our lives, many, many times a day, making choices. A lot of times we have a situation in front of us where we have the right thing to do, the good thing to do, which is the gold coins, but the gold coins is rusty. It doesn't, it's not appealing. The good thing to do is not popular, right? The right choice that we should be making and we know we should be making, it's not, it doesn't look like exciting. The exciting thing is the coals, which we know is going to be harmful for us. And we know we shouldn't be doing it, but it's exciting. And this is the popular thing, what everyone's doing. And we have to make choices. We have to make priorities. So this week's, sorry, today's Hayim Yayim is a beautiful, beautiful Hayim Yayim. I'm going to read it in the Yiddish of the Fridika Rebbe, the way the Rebbe brings it. And now I'm going to translate. Nit Hayzerun Geld is their Yiddish Reichtum. Jewish Reichtum, which means riches. Jewish riches is not houses, Hayzer, and gold. Geld, gold. Jewish riches, Jewish wealth is not measured by how many houses you have, how many houses you own, and how much gold you possess. Their Yiddish Reichtum is the everlasting Jewish wealth, Jewish riches is as Menizidin was hidden up Tayyar Mitzvah, that we, were, we ourselves are Jews who keep Tayyar Mitzvah, and that we bring into this world children and grandchildren who keep Tayyar Mitzvah, that we guide them in the right path. Jewish wealth, Jewish uh, um, uh, fortune. What, what, how does a Yid consider himself fortunate? How does a Yid consider himself rich? How does a Yid consider himself lucky? Not by the amount of money he owns, because a Yid knows that, that it doesn't go with him. That it's not eternal. It's, 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 it's lucky today. It's fortunate today. It makes you rich today, which is a great thing, but it's not, it's not true. It's not eternal. It's not everlasting. 
First of all, we all know, unfortunately, sometimes people lose their money, but even if not, that's not the point. Even if a Yid is, tr- is truly rich his whole life. But what does that gain him in the long run? What, is that, what does that help him in the long run? After he passes away, the money is, is gone. The, for him, the money is gone. And what's his real life left with? His real life left with is his legacy, his family that he brought up. So when a Yid is a Shemer Termitzus, when he keeps Termitzus, and then he continues that into the next generations of his family, obviously to the best of his ability, as much as he can as the, as the father, the grandfather of the family, as much as he could influence and guide his children and grandchildren to keep Termitzus, that is true Jewish wealth. That is true Jewish uh, fortune and riches. And again, this is in a, this this is speaking more directly to um, you know to to grown ups who are making these choices between who are bringing these choices who are making these choices between what, will I sacrifice my family for money or will I be able to sacrifice my making more money for my family? So obviously that's a choice more made up made by adults. But again, going back to the Moshe of Moshe, the story of Moshe, each one of us throughout our lives. Every single day are, are faced with countless choices that we have to make over and over and over. Sometimes we don't realize, but we're constantly making choices. And we have to always know what is my priority in life. What do I need to choose? And the question to think about right now, today to prepare davening with the word Hashem as part of the answer. Remember to think about Hashem for at least 35 seconds before we begin davening. What is a good choice I could make either right now or today? That even if it's hard, but I know it's the right thing and it will help me serve Hashem better.